Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome back to Don V Fridays. It's UNC week, people. UNC, University of North Carolina. Uh, the big rematch from last year where it went down to some like six overtimes and Virginia Tech employed two quarterbacks and Quincy Patterson for the win and all the craziness that went down last year um in Blacksburg that game was in Blacksburg so UNC got revenge on their mind uh they breaking out some dark blue uniforms. I like the navy. They're breaking out the navy blues. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a big game for them. It's uh, definitely a big stage uh, for Justin Fuente and the Hokies. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into all. We're going to get into uh, ACC picks from last week. and We're going to do our ACC picks from this week. We're going to recap the Duke game. You know, get comfortable, strap in, brush down, V Fridays. Y'all already know how we get down. The wait is finally over. A triple head, a triple header of fun is upon us this week. Football in full effect, with many teams starting their stuff early. The NBA Finals are here. The MLB playoffs are in full swing. You might be, you might not be at a game this year, but you can still be on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure. You can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today. Use the promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the sign-up bonuses. Bet Online, your sports book experts. Please, please go to Bet Online. I'm telling you, man, take my picks to the bank too. When I talk this ACC shit, I watch the other teams, man. I mean, I'm not as I'm not as educated on like, you know, college basketball. That's not really my bag. I watch the Hokies or whatever, but I don't watch other teams. I don't watch college basketball for recreational purposes. I watch college basketball because I'm a Virginia Tech fan and I have to. I got to support them because this is what I signed up for. But I don't watch other teams in my spare time. But when it comes to college football, I watch other teams in my spare time because college football is something that I like to do. So, head to bet online, bro. Promo code armchair. When I tell y'all these ACC, these ACC games, man, I'm locked in, bro. I watch everybody. Listen to me. Let's talk about this Duke game from last week. Um, it was a game where it was kind of, it was, it was, it was kind of spooky. But I think what we learned in this Duke game is we have an identity. I think we found our identity in the Duke game because the NC State game kind of went away and we didn't have our starting quarterback. You know, Hendon Hooker had his uh, quarantine situation and Braxton Burmeister got the start. And I think in that game, we was trying to figure out what we was and we kind of dominated them on the ground. So, you know, cool. 
But I think this Duke game is where we legit found our identity. And that is running the ball with Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert had a fucking whale of a game. 208 yards rushing, two TDs. And it was times where he had the whole team on his back. There was some times where the game got spooky or whatever the case may be. But um, it, it was Khalil Herbert, Kansas transfer, that put the team on his back and we rode him to victory now. Like I said, I think in that Duke game and in that Khalil Herbert performance, I think we found our identity because what what has been, what has been my biggest criticism of Justin Fuente and Brad Cornelson outside of recruiting has been that the team doesn't have an identity. I've said I've been saying this for like two years now. Like, what are we? Are we this? you know, motion spread offense? Are we this uh, QB run offense? Are we, because, I mean, because we don't really air it out. So what are we? I mean, because the teams in the past two years, they weren't physical, but we ran the ball. You know, I don't know what, I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but the team just looked disjointed. The offense always just looked crazy. We it was a team that wanted to play ball control and run the ball, but wasn't physical. It kind of didn't make sense, but uh, this team is physical, and this team can run the ball. So I think that was put on full display against Duke because as the game went on, as the game went on, we wore them down. Our offensive line wore them down. They couldn't do shit with us. And um, I would be highly disappointed if we don't come into every game with that mindset going forward, regardless who's that quarterback. I think we ha we should establish ourselves as a physical run team every week and, and then try to fall back on whatever the hell they was doing in, in years past. With the sweeps, the jet sweeps, and the pop passes, and the tight end screens, and things of that nature. Because even in this Duke game, a lot of that stuff showed this ugly head. Uh, just vanilla, very vanilla offense. Uh, Duke knew what they knew. Even as we started to get more big runs, and Khalil Herbert started to wear them down late, they knew what we wanted to do. They just couldn't stop it. The run. But all the uh, passing stuff he was doing and things of that nature, Duke knew what we was doing. Uh, Cut, Cut, Coach Cutcliffe knew what the hell was going on. You know, they just couldn't stop the run late. They couldn't stop getting gashed. So let's be clear. I think we've established our identity. But uh, if we go up against defensive lines that's, that's going to dominate us up front, you know, she can get kind of spooky. That's all I'm going to say. Um, game balls. Obviously, Khalil Herbert gets a game ball. He put the fucking offense on his back. He put the team on his back because he was even making big returns in a special teams game. The man was all over the place, man. The man had 300-something total yards. He was putting up big numbers, man. This man was putting up 
NCAA 14 numbers. Khalil Herbert definitely gets the game ball. And shout-outs to Tyler Matheny. Seven tackles in the INT. The INT was on the tip pass. It was on, like, Duke's first draft. And I heard a lot of people say uh, he should have a sack. That was a QB draw, bro. Y'all don't know a QB draw when y'all see one? Come on, bro. That was a QB draw. He didn't get a sack. That was a tackle for loss, which is dope. But Tyler Matheny is a walk-on. And um, that was his first real action playing in a playing in a D1 game, a big-time D1 game. So in your first game, in your first real live action, you get seven tackles and a pick. I can't do nothing but take my hat off, you know? And this man was is a walk-on. He ain't on scholarship, which means he is paying tuition to get his fucking bail wrong in football games. God bless him. In a pandemic. I'm telling you, man, some of these cats out here is built different. I tell you that much. You got people out here on scholarship that's saying, nah, I'm not about to go out there and play for free. And Buddy is paying tuition to get his bail wrong. Some of these niggas built different, man. <laughs> Respect that king. That's all I can say. Respect that king, man. Shout out to the Hokies, man. Hokies got the job done, which is the most important thing. The Hokies are 2-0, and um, we're still alive, man. And I don't mean in the ACC. We still alive, alive. We still alive for the big dance. Yeah, I'm going to say we alive for the big dance until we lose. We alive for the big dance. That's all I'm going to say. Let's talk about the ACC picks from last week. Um, Obviously, I didn't get every game correct. <laughs> Who does, though? It's all it's all. Uh, Wake Forest played Campbell. And um, I don't even think I predicted that game. It don't even matter. Wake Forest won. But, yeah, Wake Forest beat Campbell. I picked Pitt to beat NC State. I think I said Pitt by a field goal. And NC State won the game on the last second, maybe 20 seconds left to go. Touchdown. Um, the quarterback they put in there, and I can't remember his name right now because it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't the guy that we faced week one. It's a new guy. He made throws late. He made plays late. And um, I don't know what to do with Pitt, man, because Pitt is just... Pitt is good enough to give any team in the country a hell game. But they not good enough to be consistent where they can prosper on their own. They kind of like a poor man's Virginia Tech in a way. Where, like, Virginia Tech under Frank Beamer will give any team in the country a hell game. Jesus Christ, we won. You know what I'm saying? We would, like, Virginia Tech would lose the game, but we would always come out of the game feeling like if we made one or two more plays, we would have won that game. And on a lower scale, that's Pitt. That's what they do. They'll give any, if you land up Pitt against Bama, I put, put it. Put a Bible in front of me, I swear on it. You put Pitt, you line up Pitt across from Bama tomorrow, and Pitt gonna lose, but God, they're gonna give them all they want. That's Pitt, man. And then that same Pitt will turn around and get the same hell game or worse, 
put on them by anybody, by the worst teams. That's how Pitt gets down, man. That's why I can never get confident about Pitt. The only thing I can be confident in Pitt is if you are expected to be good, Pitt going to be on your ass. That's, all that, that's the only compliment I can get Pitt is they'll be on your ass if you're supposed to be good and you write them off. But the minute Pitt get half the expectation, hang that shit up. I expect, I, and honestly, I thought NC State was so bad, I thought Pitt would beat them by a field goal. And Pitt couldn't even do that. Uh, our opponent this week, North Carolina, they played Boston College and won. They still haven't, their offense still haven't, haven't been clicking yet. They played Q's week one. They was kind of off. They kind of rallied late and won that game. And that Boston College game, they never really got clicking. So uh, maybe they still trying to work out kinks. Like I said, they played week one. Then they had like a three-week COVID break. They didn't get to play, I think, Charlotte. And I don't know their other opponents that they missed out on or whatever. Games got postponed. But, you know, they looking like a team that's still trying to find it, which is good for us. And hopefully they don't find it against us. But they did get the win against Boston College. The upset special of the week, Florida State did beat Jacksonville State. It got spooky early. I think they was down 21 to 7 or something. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with Florida State. I said if Florida State lost to Jacksonville State, I would no longer pick Florida State games as I would not acknowledge them as an ACC team. They would no longer be an ACC member, according to Don V and Don V Fridays. So that's bullshit. But they won the game. They uh got it together. And um I didn't watch that game. I just kept up with all the jokes when Florida State was losing. And when the jokes slowed up, that's when I assumed Florida State was winning. But uh get it together, Florida State. Like you shouldn't be in you shouldn't be in cat fights with Jacksonville State. And last but not least, uh in the game that shocked nobody, Clemson beat the shit out of UVA. Listen, UVA fans. Listen, listen to me. You cannot get your ass drugged by double digits and come out of that game feeling good. Listen, you are who we thought you were. They went, I saw UVA fans on the timeline trying to take something out of that game and say, we played great with the ACC champs, man. You got your ass kicked. You can't come. Listen, I'm a person. It's hard to get me to come out of a three-point loss. And try to take some positives out of it. You ain't about to see me try to spin a double-digit loss into something that we can build on. Listen. The ACC is a couple tiers. Three or four tiers. You got Clemson. Clemson's by themselves. That's God-tier, elite status, superstar status. And then you got that second tier. People that's fighting for the chance to face Clemson. The contenders. For the belt. You know, the heavyweights in the ACC. So, you got your Notre Dames, your Miamis, potentially, Virginia Tech, potentially, your, your North Carolina, potentially. And what that showed me is UVA is no, is no longer in that category as a contender. They're in the level below. And, you know, in, the, in, the, in that mid-pack. Ain't nothing wrong with that mid-pack, you know? You get a little good, you get a little bad. But uh, if you can look at that game and look at you and try to take UVA 
as a serious threat to Clemson's crown, you are smoking dust. Get off that shit. About to be goddamn 2021. People still doing them kind of drugs. Hallucinogens. And that's how they say it. Shit that make you hallucinate. Nah, man. UVA, you are who we thought you were. From top to bottom. You had a nice little run last year. It's over. You know? Thanks for playing. Thanks for stopping by. Um, but yeah, that, that'll wrap up the, that'll wrap up, wrap up the week five. That will wrap up the week five ACC picks. Uh, you know, that's, that, that, that's pretty much what happened in the ACC last year. Listen up fellas today, because we have a new Manscaped product alert. Manscaped just released the weed whacker nose and ear head trimmer. Take a look in the mirror. And I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out your nose, hair sticking out your ears. It's time to keep your ear and nose hairs looking as nice as your clean-shaven pubes. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their weed whacker. The, this nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks snags and tugs in those delicate holes the premium manscaped weed whacker uses our 9000 rpm motor power with 360 degree <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center thanks to carvana it doesn't get any better than this your favorite seat's the best spot in the house make it even better by entering your license plate or vin and getting a real offer in minutes there really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. 
Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Dual blade system. It's intelligently contoured design, enhances the trimming experience, and it is waterproof, which makes it easy for operation and cleaning. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithuanium ion battery that lasts up to 90 minutes of use. Have you ever pulled nose hair out with your fingers? That might hurt worse than nicking your balls. Manscaped is whacking your weeds. A time, no, Manscaped is whacking your weeds, a time to look forward to delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene Yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. It's time to upgrade your manscape routine with the weed whacker. Get 20% off. Get 20% off plus free, free shipping. With the uh, promo code armchair at manscaped.com. That's promo code armchair at manscaped.com for 20% off of free shipping. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. Um, I'm not really a big nose hair guy. I don't really have like the thick nose hairs, but I see y'all. I, I see I see I see a lot of you motherfuckers out here um on out in DC. Like when I'm on the metro or when I'm downtown, things of this nature, dudes out here with the, not only do they got hair coming out their ears and their nose and everywhere else, but they got the nerve, you know, they got the, they got the fucked up ass mustache, everything. Man, clean yourself up, bruh. Clean up is what I'm saying. Like, this is how, this is how pandemics get started. When motherfuckers don't groom themselves properly. When you got nose hairs and shit hanging out your nose. Who knows what type of, uh, what Dr. Fauci was talking about. Uh, like the bubbles in the air, corona bubbles in the air. You probably picking them shits right up, man. With your nose hairs. Clean yourself up, man. Get yourself together, man. Get that weed whacker from Manscaped. Promo code armchair. 20% off, man. Free shipping. And don't forget, Bet Online, a triple header of fun this week. Football in effect. NBA Finals. MLB Playoffs. I'm a Braves fan. Yeah. Busting heads. Go Braves. Chop on. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going an extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team and player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use the promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your sports, your sport, online sports book experts. Let's get into the ACC picks for this week, week six. We got Louisville at Georgia Tech. 
Now, Louisville has been underperforming. Georgia Tech's been underperforming. It's so hard to call that game because <sighs> either but neither team can get right. And I know um I know Louisville, I think they was off last week or something, but it's like, bruh. I don't know what to do with Louisville. And I don't know what to do with Georgia Tech. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say Louisville has the bounce back. I'm gonna pick Louisville on the bounce back. NC State at UVA. Now, I was just talking about UVA, about how there's tiers, right? This ACC thing is in tiers. You got Clemson, you got contenders, you got mid, and then you got <laughs> ass shit juice, you know, Florida State and shit like that. That that bullshit. That 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 no that nose hair that need to be trimmed out, courtesy of Manscaped. Then you got that. So I would like I say. People, a lot of people who ain't up on our lingo think mid means bad. Mid is exactly what it is. Mid. It ain't great. It ain't terrible. I don't think UVA is a terrible team. I don't think UVA is a great team. They're mid. They'll beat NC State. But they are mid. NC State isn't mid. NC State is not a good team. And beating Pitt doesn't change that. So I think UVA gets the win. The Lord knows they need it. Uh, Duke at Q's. Duke's Duke is horrible. Q's is bad. I I'm only picking Duke off the strength of uh Coach Cutcliffe because Cutcliffe is a better coach than what his record says it is right now. I'm I'm gonna give it up. I'm gonna give it up to Duke, where, which I'm gonna probably be wrong, but uh. I'm gonna give it up to Cuddy this week. Cuddy, Cuddy gonna take me home. Pitt at Boston College, which that game is gonna look like eight. Like if AIDS was a football game, it would be Pitt at Boston College. Let me tell you something about these up north ACC schools. That's Q's, Pitt, Boston College. They are the kings. Of making the game way harder than it should be for the opponent. But they are also the kings of making the game way harder than it should be for themselves. It is fucking impossible to pick a bit a pit Boston College game. I said no, so no matter who I pick for this one, the opposite is gonna happen. I got Boston College in a upset. I guess if you want to call that an upset, it's an upset. Which means Pitt's gonna win, but I'm picking Boston College because I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what to do with Pitt. They are the worst. They are the worst talented team ever. Cause they got legit talent that should be they should be contending for ACC title. But they suck ass. I don't, it don't make no sense. I got Boston College winning. Winning. Florida State at Notre Dame. Notre Dame hasn't played in two weeks. I think they had the last two weeks off because of COVID, coronavirus. Uh, Florida State is coming off an upset win over Jacksonville State. Florida State is kind of like Pitt, where they got the talent to beat anybody in this conference outside of Clemson. But they just suck ass. Uh, I don't know. I got Notre Dame winning. Um, I got Notre Dame winning that game. Um... Notre Dame got an offensive line that's crazy. 
and they haven't played in two or three weeks, they probably look in the mall or something. So I think I think Notre Dame might even roll Florida State. And then the <laughs> this this the prime time game, Miami at Clemson. And this is a game where I personally this is my personal I can't wait to watch this one because Miami been riding high. Um they're putting up the points. Uh De'Eric King is putting up Hasman numbers. Um their running game, their tight ends, Brevin Jordan, Will Mallory. Miami been riding high. And I've been the one to say they are a more a way more dangerous team running a spread offense than trying to be this pro style offense, trying to make people fit in these old boxes. I'm going to pick Clemson to win, but I think Miami puts the college football world on notice Saturday night. Listen to what I said. Clemson is going to win, but I think Miami's going to put the football world, which means not just ACC world, everybody on notice that they are a threat coming soon. Like maybe not this year, but next year or some shit as they get another year in Lashley's offense. So, whatever the hell that cap-ass shit UVA did against Clemson, where they felt good about losing to them, I think Miami's going to put forth a better performance to give Clemson a hell of a lot more to be worried about. Um, but I think Clemson is going to ultimately win the game. And then, you know, Saturday at noon, Virginia Tech at UNC. I don't pick Virginia Tech to lose, so let's talk about it. Um... Hendon Hooker is practicing, which is good news. Um, I think we know where Braxton Burmeister is. Braxton Burmeister is a decent quarterback. He'll be a decent backup, but he has limitations, physical limitations. Um, he doesn't have the strongest arm. His arm definitely isn't as strong as Hendon Hooker's. And um, when you're playing against... NC State and Duke, you can kind of be a weak arm. You can have a weak arm and get the job done. But those are intercepted when you, those are intercepted against UNC. Those are intercepted when you play in Clemson. You know, those are intercepted when you play in Miami. The more aggressive secondaries. And it's probably even intercepted when you play UVA. They got a pretty aggressive secondary too. Braxton Burrow might say, like I said, he's a decent, he's a he's a decent quarterback. He'll make for nice depth as a backup. But I think we know what he is, you know. And there's definitely some limitations there. That said, Hendon Hooker hasn't played football since, what, the Belk Bowl this year? Early this year, like January? Or was that last year? When they played the Belk Bowl? He might not have played since 2019, people. There was no, no spring late in the summer. There was a COVID situation where he was in quarantine. I'm not going to say he had COVID. I don't know. I'm just saying he didn't play the last two games. There was a COVID situation. It's going to be a tall X to, to tell him to go out there against one of the better teams in the conference and be the Hendon Hooker that we all know and love. It's going to be hard. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's going to be hard. So what do you do? 
Do you ease him the hooker in there? You know, try to give him some screens. Try to give him some easy passes, get his confidence up. Or do you just, you know, do what we've been doing and, uh, you know, try to run it down UNC's throat? Th those are the questions that, you know, we, we got to see answered in the first quarter by Fuente, Cornelson, you know, the, the offensive staff. And we got to deal with that. And on the other side of the ball, you got a Sam Howell who hasn't been as sharp as he was last year. Maybe still trying to get his rhythm. They only played two games this season. But, you know, they played week week one. Then they had like three weeks off. And then they had to go play Boston College on the road. So, we don't want to get, we don't want to catch Sam Howell finding his rhythm. Because he's a very dangerous quarterback when he's hot. Uh, we know what he can do. Anybody that don't know what he can do, just pull up the tape of Virginia Tech versus uh, Virginia Tech versus North Carolina last year. They got two explosive receivers. We know the names. Diami Brown, Daz Newsome. Y'all know who they are. You know, ain't no need to even sit up here and lie and act like we don't. We know what they are. We know what they both are capable of. They are dangerous. And our secondary situation ain't the most pretty situation to be looking at. I, um, I was talking in my live stream about the uh the walk on Tyler uh Matheny and everything like that. That ain't gonna get it done versus the North Carolina. These receivers can actually expose us. We haven't played a good quarterback all season. Sam Howell is the first quarterback we're playing that's that could kill us. So if we are running the ball with Khalil Herbert and 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 Blackshear and things of that nature, I feel better watching that game with Sam Howell and, um, and those offensive playmakers watching the game with us and not playing. Because we're facing an offense and a quarterback that could they could kill us. You know, and people can yeah, but we beat them last year. That was last year. And it took six quarters, six and a half quarters, six overtimes <laughs> to beat them. It took everything we had. We had to empty the chamber and some more to beat them last year. So anybody acting like this UNC team ain't a threat is they smoking dick. I ain't, I'm going to just keep it a band. If you don't think this North Carolina team is a real threat, you smoking dick. And you still stuck on the mid-2000s when they was trash. And I'm going to ask you nicely to wake the fuck up and join us in 2020 where Mac Brown and North Carolina is a threat. This game is massive because if UNC wins this game, I'm talking about on the recruiting front and on the, uh, on the recruiting front and on the perception front. In this in this ACC, because right now, Mac Brown he has the state of North Carolina paying attention. That's all I'm gonna say. He got him paying attention. He's landing recruits. He's landing Virginia recruits. He's in the he's in our backyard. He in our kitchen. Mac Brown I'm talking about. So this game could go a long way. It, it, it ain't it ain't a, it ain't a coincidence that they win. Navy blue uniforms. It ain't a coincidence that Virginia Tech is wearing orange pants. 
This shit, this shit is calculated. Uh, so this game is massive on the ACC level. Probably won't get a lot of you know love outside of the ACC world, but inside the ACC world, this game is massive. Uh, if if Fuente wants to get some good some goodwill back in the state of Virginia, he needs this one. He needs it. I don't think Matt needs this, but Fuente needs this one. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Y'all know I don't get up here and lie. He needs this shit. This win could take him a long way. Uh, but I don't think Mac needs this. Mac only in year two. And um, he got UNC winning games uh, and winning recruiting battles. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. But uh, like I said, on offense, with, with the, if whoever starts, because I'm, I'm not, that's me not, uh, Announcing that Hendon Hooker is the starter or whatever. That ain't my job to announce who starts, who sits. Um, I just go off the, the news that I get and I just talk about it. But uh, whoever's playing quarterback, we got to get them involved in a rhythm early because uh, that other team across the sideline going to be looking to score all night. So maybe if we get our shit humming early, get our run game going, keep them on the sidelines, let's get the fuck out of there 3-0. And... and uh. That's it for this week's Don V Fridays, man. I appreciate y'all for rocking out with me. Uh, I appreciate everybody that's coming into the live stream post game. You know, we get we get a lot of jokes off. We get a lot of laughs off. Um, win or lose, I'll be streaming after the UNC game. You know, it's always good vibes. Everybody's welcome. Even the trolls, even the ops. You know, it's all inclusive if you're gay. If you atheist, whatever. If you vote for Trump, I don't give a fuck who you lay with, who you sleep with, who you vote for, what team you root for. Just good vibes, man. Just bring positive energy. We're going to get these jokes off, man. That, that's it as far as that front. Like I say, streaming after the game, after the UNC game, live stream, Twitter, DonV757 underscore. Follow me on Instagram, DonV757 underscore. We're going to keep it doing we gonna keep it going, man. We gonna keep. I'm gonna keep rocking with y'all every week. You know, we're not going nowhere. Things of that nature. And that's it, man. God bless.